Der Hashem is a incredible work and it's based on the principle, the premise, as we'll shortly see, that the nature of clarity is that it creates a sense of security and satisfaction, one of well-being and happiness in this world. Whereas doubt, frustration, the inability to be able to describe, articulate, and comprehend the world around us fills us with a sense of internal angst. And therefore there's something fundamental about understanding the way the world operates and there's something fulfilling about achieving that understanding. Let's look at the introduction that the Ramchal begins his book with and I think it will become clear through his words and we are going to be trying to work through the Hebrew text. I know that may be a little bit laborious. I do urge all of you to go and um, acquire the text. But since the words are, he himself will say, so precious, um, and no translation can faithfully capture it, I would prefer to work from the Hebrew text and genuinely, you know, gradually make our way through it, if you don't mind. Hopefully as your Hebrew improves, it will become more and more meaningful to you, and that will be great because you'll have a place of retracing what we've discussed and finding it in the text, which is also valuable. Says the Ramchal, Rabbeinu Moshe Chaim in the introduction to his Sefer, Yisroin, the advantage, Yedias Hadvarim al Chalkeim, the advantage of the knowledge of things according to the number of their parts. Kefi Mechal according to the way they are divided, Vesidre Yachaseim, and the organization of their relationships. That knowledge as opposed to as opposed to the knowledge of the world, the reality, without that aspect, without that understanding, is like it's like seeing a garden which is beautiful in the well-planned rows. And it is um, made pleasing to the eye in its pathways, Uvashurois Matov, and the rows of its plantings. Miriyas from seeing it's like seeing that beautifully organized garden as opposed to seeing Khirish Hakonim, a undergrowth of reeds, the Hayar and the forest, Hatsoimech Beirbuv that grows in a mixture randomly. Very interesting analogy he makes. He takes the cognitive, and he makes it into the experiential. Interesting contrast. He says, the way you feel aesthetically when you see a well-organized structure and everything is in its right place, and it fits together, and it gels, there's something really reassuring about it, as opposed to seeing a randomness. Ki omnam, forever, the conception understanding of many pieces where you don't know their connection and their level in truth in the structure in the ultimate building which they, comp- they, they make up 
by the intellect that seeks to know it's a heavy burden which gives no joy you'll expend effort and you'll put in the strain and you'll become tired and exhausted and you'll receive no joy because each new piece of reality that comes to you you have the desire to know why, what is this, what's its role what's its function and that will not, that will not be will not come up into your hand you won't achieve that, why? because you won't understand the completion of this matter, you won't understand all the other parts Shaharei a huge part of anything is its relationship to those things that relate to it and its level in truth in completion and this will be removed from me in other words if a person were to show you a small bolt taken from the complex piece of machinery a motorbike and he says tell me what is this and you understand it's a bolt, and you say it's a bolt. But unless you understand the, where it's fitted in, and the function it plays in the engine of the motorcycle, you don't get what it is. To you, it's, it's just a little screw. You follow? So therefore, there's something extremely lacking in your entire comprehension. If someone comes to you and they give you a piece of reality, whether it be a tree, or a person that's entered into your life, or an event in history, and you don't have the bigger picture, all it fills you with is what's called an episodic view of reality. One of the most frustrating things is living episodically, which means each part of your life, each episode of your life has no integration, no fluidity with the, the things which came before and after. And each part of your perception are just random pieces stuck together. That kind of perception of the world, perception of self, is deeply, deeply, deeply depressing. Whereas, when you see how things fit together, there's this, okay, oh yes, I've got it. Which I imagine would happen and Again, I think I got a little bit too hands-on and practical in last year when we built our buildings with the Kepler. I think, you know, maybe it was too hands-on. I have to give you some intellectual stimulation before we get back to the plastic engaging our hands. But the truth is, if I'd be a true, true mechanic educationalist, I would have brought in a bolt. And I would have said, gentlemen, what is this? And then when I would have showed it to you where, where when my slide projector, my, you know, my, my, in my... PowerPoint presentation, I showed you where it fitted into the engine, you go, okay, we get it, and then you understand why it's designed in that way, and why it's this length, and why it's made from this material, then everything makes sense but until you understand that, so you don't know why, it's all just questions and questions and more questions, and questions leave us unsettled so there's a fascinating premise that the Ramchal is working with which is a premise that we have to challenge ourselves on it's a fundamental desire that we all have to know and to understand. Curiosity is the key to Simcha. Isn't that interesting? Curiosity having knowledge of Not curiosity, having the answers is, is, is when you see the bigger picture, when you see everything together, not curiosity. Having um, the answers is, is So what I wanted to say was that curiosity is the key to Simcha. Once you have the key, then you can open up the door and then there's Simcha. But you need a key to get into Simcha. So what's the key? The key is curiosity. Following me. Yeah. Analogy. Key. Door. Open door. Boom. Simcha. <laughs> Yay. Wonderful. What? What if that answer though? That simplicity is the key to happiness. If you don't even have the question, then you don't have the concern. So you're done. 
That's that's very interesting. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. In other words, let's contrast that with let's say simple faith. I don't understand anything, but I know everything's for the good. Now, do you also understand that even if you say that, that's also a concept. That simple faith isn't so simple. You follow me? That's a deep perception of how the world operates. Right. But you're not getting into details of things. You're not like the papel, all this, that. You know, you're not trying to figure it out. You're just walking, you're not taking things day by day. It depends what. It depends what. It's interesting, no, because I definitely feel like I've, I've, got, I've, I've achieved true happiness like at certain points in my life using both of those things. And it's oh, interesting why they Fantastic. Not. Great point. Well raised. Let's deal with that. John Marks, you have something to say? Um, you're okay? Yeah. That's uh, amazing. It can wait. Okay, Eba. Isn't is it necessary that an episodic lifestyle isn't the same how like you can't have episodes of simcha and that you can't and that, have you can't have a greater simcha is completion. You can't have consistent. You can't have a consistent. You can have moments of simcha when I suppose the the moment, but that's not that's not, that's not even what I would say would be the Hebrew word simcha joy. In other words, that's like temporary elation. Simcha is a consistent middah. I'll bring hmm. the proof that Simcha is a middah of consistency. First of all, the Rambam says it explicitly. But there's a Gemara in Tainis which says, Misha nichnas av, mamatim besimcha. Misha nichnas adomar besimcha. When you enter in the month of av, you decrease your Simcha. And when you enter into the month of adah, you increase it. So you see that the default is Simcha. <laughs> the question is when you increase and decrease. But Simcha is a perpetual state of being that we should all be in constantly. Hmm. So Simcha is a feeling or a reality? Simcha is a state of mind. Yes, John. Shouldn't we be all going around like depressed and dancing and being? I'm not convinced that that's simcha. That could be another expression of joy. Simcha, in, Jew, in Jewish theory, theology, there's many different words to describe joy. There's sasoin, there's simcha, there's chedva, there's gila, there's rina, there's ditza. There's loads of different kinds of joy. One of, the, one of the kinds of joy that a person expresses is an overt demonstration of elated sense of uh, wonderfulness. So that, that doesn't mean that's not always simple because it says, that Rashi says when the Gemara in Brocha says that a person has to be that you have to make the same, just like you bless on um, something great happening to you, you have to make that same. You have to have that same state of mind when you, when you breast on something which is which is really terrible. Right. Um, so Rashi says. Let's try to find it. Very last question, right? Yeah. Um. Getting No, it's close. 
I think I've lost it. What you'll find is that Gemara's often move around. You start from one daf and then they go to another daf and you come back and look for them. They avoid you. That's what's happened to me right now. It used to be here. It's gone. Um... to give up. One last chance. In response to your question, isn't simple faith in and of itself a conclusion? Yeah, but I'm saying, uh, my, uh, my question is, is on a different level. It's not necessarily... Um, simple faith is very dangerous, by the way. I don't think that's such a great aunt, like, Simple faith is almost like blind. It's, it's, we're okay. Let's be where, where simple come up in, 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 in aspects of simple science. You know, like simplicity is not, uh, to me, is not. You know, the, 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 but I think he's raised a good. You, the, the, there's something. There's something, the simple faith which is looked upon as something which is, which is disdainful. So that means that a person's not sophisticated, doesn't get it, he's foolish, he doesn't have the correct easy way out. Easy way out. It's ignorance, it's kind of this, this blissful ignorance that just as long as you don't understand anything, so of course everything's simple, you just don't understand it. Um, on the other hand, there's something which is called a high level of simplicity, which is something that I don't think we can mock, and that's when a person is at peace with things. In other words, it's not coming from an ignorance and, an, and a lack of awareness. It's coming from a very real awareness, but an understanding. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, good. You know, it's okay. Fine, 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 fine. The point, let's not get too distracted. The point that the Ramchal makes is that there's something extremely satisfying about coming to a world of clarity when you understand where things are. And in order to understand true clarity, you have to understand not only the thing itself, but all its relationships. It cannot be episodic in any way whatsoever. It has to be completely integrated. Our understanding has to be integrated historically, geographically, philosophically. To, all the pieces have to fall together. Yes? I think we have to make sure to make a dichotomy between simplicity and dogma, which I think it, it could be that Joel's like melding the two. Okay, good. Good. So we'll we'll deal with we'll we'll, do, we'll deal with simple faith. Let's keep on going in the words of Ramchal, and he says as follows. Now the, these are his words. It will come out that his passion for understanding will actually make him feel distracted the whole time. It will never be satiated. And his desire will make him pained. And there will be no rest. The state of life when you don't understand what's going on is a state of angst. It's not surprising that many philosophers went to the side of defining the standard state of being, the default setting of man as being one of angst. Because in a world where, the world where there can be no clarity, there can also be no simcha. There has to be a state of anxiety. There has to be a state of, I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't know why this is happening. I don't know why it did happen. Therefore, everything is random. When everything is random, you live in a world of perpetual angst. Because you have no idea what's going to happen next and you don't understand it when it does. 
This is not the case when a person knows something in its right organized fashion. When he understands the subject revealed to his eyes clearly, as it is, he'll go deep in his understanding. And the beauty of its craft will he derive pleasure and he will be able to play around with it. When you want to understand something, what you have to understand, what you have to test about, what you have to have insight into is who madregosa amitis shezocharni. You have to understand its true level. Where is it? Where is it in the system? Vazeh. If we look at the world around us, the creation, those things which are felt, which are sense, experienced through our sensory world, and those which are sensed through our intellectual world. You can describe the world, let's say, we'll break it down into two categories. Conceptual and perceptual. The world we can perceive. How do we perceive it? We hear it, we touch it, we smell it, we taste it. The world that we're able to process through sensory reception. 